Hello guys and welcome back to Billy's Broadcast, a podcast about life, surviving your 20s, and whatever other chaos that I want to talk about today, friends. We have a guest. We have one of my closest friends, a sister from another mister, um, bad girl from Jamaica, Miss Esther Gail Fraser. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I would describe Esther as an innovative, creative soul, and let me tell you, the beauty that is accompanied with the name, it can cause pandemic, okay? Esther, Esther, say hi. Ah! <laughs> hi, everyone. Billy, honestly, your intros, I can't. I am dying. Can cause pandemics. Yes. What are you saying? You're causing illness the way you're looking. Stop it. Stop it. It's okay. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about a topic that is very, very touchy for most people. And it really is for me too. Like, I don't even, even really know where to begin. But let me start from self-image. Yeah, and that's a really heavy topic there for a lot of people. Something I'm actually, like, battling with right now. But yeah. Yeah, I have actually never been one to obsess over how I look or if I'm skinny or fat or or any of those things until I went into honestly like my late teens when people uh-huh. felt the need to start commenting on how much larger I was in comparison to like my sisters. Um, because like we basically all look closer in age. My sisters look way younger than their ages. Um, and then people would like make comments like, oh, you're finishing food for them at home. And offhandedly, uh-huh. like unsolicited. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like that, that's, that's, the, it's, it's a very similar thing for me as well. Cause that started for me in my late teens as well. Um, around the age of like grade or grade like 10 or 11. Uh-huh. So, but I'd, I'd want to ask you, you know, really what does self-image mean to you and what does that look like for you um and when did you first encounter self-image issues self-image for me my god okay so my definition of self-image would just be like the word self-image like how i see myself um Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it like um and interestingly my journey with self-image has quite evolved like I want to say really difficultly over time Mm. because as I said, I only began to actually look at myself in my late teens when like, you know, you're going through puberty and like things are starting to grow and people are starting to point things out and you're just like, this is awkward for me. I don't know how to react, you know? And then people will be like, oh, you know, you have a big booty and you're like, um, really? Or, like, you're really skinny and you're like, I didn't know that. And, you know, interestingly, oh, my God, I have a funny story. When I was five, when I was five, I remember this so vividly. uh, My mom had dressed me in a pair of tights and a purple top and we're standing outside my cousin's house. And then some girls come up running to my mom and it's like, oh, my God, look at this kid who has hips. So I guess I was I was a curvy baby, but I was just chubby. You were slim thick. No, I you were slim from slim, the slim womb. Slim thick, you were from the womb. Yeah. <laughs> is what it is. I see <laughs> you have other girls out there injecting, waiting till nineteen. Yeah, from five. I said from birth. Period. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. You know. So yeah. That's just been my journey for with like my journey for me has really been a difficult one. I want to say. Um, but you tell me about yours. 
Um, I think mine, you know, as I said, started in late teens, particularly grade 10 and 11. I am what you call a late bloom in all aspects of the world because I was skinny right up until about grade 10, 11. Like just before I left for Hong Kong is when I started to like put on weight. Yeah. And I was always very, very conscious about that because, you know, you go to school, you go to an all girls school, especially. And, yeah. you know, everyone's comparing and whoever well, whoever's boobs are no bigger this week from like last and whatever else is happening and so i was very conscious of it i think over time i stopped becoming bothered about it but i knew that that was something that i really wanted to fix because mm-hmm. your self-image and how you view yourself dictates how you will portray yourself to others yeah. um, and so i had to make sure that i was confident in myself first um so that i wasn't deterred or wavered by other people's opinion mm-hmm. but then i went to hong kong and food over there really <laughs> they can be food, let me tell you when i came it's from really... hong kong to here esther i was 70 kilograms for what reason like we used to eat mcdonald's every really? other day we we really did no but not only that like it's not just fast food if you look at the amount of food that the canteen ladies used to give us yeah. Half of our plate was rice, yeah. and then remember it was more carbs than anything else. Yeah, so I went from probably like fifty something to like sixty-four yeah. kilograms easily. Um, so you know it was fine. Then I started going to the gym where so they were able to sculpt how I looked. So I was starting to look like you, you know, the slim thick and stuff. Esther, like can you five, just shut up? This girl is lying, y'all. She's been thick from day. She is giving us propaganda, but please continue. Anyways, so, um, yeah, but I remember when I came home last year, I noticed that I lost weight. It wasn't a lot, but I was like, oh, so is it that when I come home, I lose weight? And I was wondering why. Um, and then I went back up again, put back on weight, and I came back. But I, I figured out the other day that I also lost weight when um covid had just started in hong kong because i was stressed Mm -hmm. i was stressed about it so it was affecting my eating but you know it's been a very interesting journey i'm not where i want to be i'm not i'm definitely not where i used to be in terms of being super slim yeah but i'm not what i used to look like a couple months ago but yet still i'm trying to give myself grace to understand that ultimately i'm still a beautiful functioning human being you know and so um, I haven't lost any skills or talents because I've lost pounds yeah. or kilograms. And so I, that's the confidence that I'm using now to, you know, to to, to love myself yeah. and therefore portray a, a better self-image. Yeah. And Esther, let me, since you said you just went back home, um, in ho- at home you get family, you know, all that sort of thing of unsolicited comments. For me, okay, mm-hmm. this is just to segue into this conversation of like, how you look in regards to like religious spaces um a lot of the time i would go to church and just for insight when we used to go to physical church um it was expected as normal for all the girls to wear skirts or dresses and i would wear like decent church dresses and women who i didn't even know would be like ah your legs are are showing or your 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 dress is too tight or something um so this brought me to think like yo is having like curves wrong like well how why why should i hide what god gave me like we're in church and you keep saying we're fearfully and wonderfully made and like the guy sitting next to me is wearing ripped jeans and a t-shirt and like what he he's sagging and i'm the inappropriately best one like huh you know 
Yeah, no, I saw that all the time. And, and and it doesn't matter which church you go to. It, it's the same narrative, which, you know, brings up a whole entire conversation about how the church, you know, and other religious bodies which are supposed to be free and supportive and which prides itself on, you know, welcoming broken people or, like, accepting you as you are, mm-hmm. um, make people feel less than or, like, uncomfortable for not fitting their specific narratives. Right. Um, but, you know, we need to have a separate conversation about how religion impacts your development, both positively and negatively. Yep. Negatively, yep. so. Can't yep. go for another sign. Yep. But, okay, anyway, guys, I thought this topic was relevant to surviving your 20s because now that officially I'm a full-blown adult, I guess I will tend to be in more intimate situations or things that I have to go through alone, like meetings, like you can leave your body at home. You you can't leave your body at home. And my message here is, is just that, and I know someone needs to hear this, you not liking how you look in the mirror doesn't mean you don't love yourself. I'll say that again. You not liking how you look in the mirror doesn't mean you don't love yourself. Like, I'm usually at home talking about, like, I need to lose weight, I'm kind of chubby, and someone will pipe up and talk about, no, you're not fat. I'm like, okay, um, I could lose some weight. Like, I wasn't saying that to, like, insult myself or anything. And I need everybody out there to speak up because unsolicited comments about your body... Even if it's in a classy corporate setting, at home, class, class, anywhere, call them out, okay? The two of us can be uncomfortable. Let's go. Um, and honestly, on that note, as a new 20-year-old, my takeaway about body image is that this will be an issue that is timeless, basically ageless, and I honestly and truly believe that it's so hard to think, yo, I'm a bad B and nobody can tell me shit you know but try surround yourself with people who appreciate you how you are esther do you have anything to say about that uh yeah no i agree definitely 100 percent um endorse that because uh, a big reason for why i've not been suffering too much from my self-image especially physically is because of the support that i've had yeah you have the slight comments and you um relatives greeting you instead of saying hi they're saying so you're put on weight you're getting bigger um you know despite all of that there's still at the end of the day there's still love and it's it's um i think as my mom and my grandma said to me that you know regardless of whatever you look like mm-hmm. understand that the knowledge that you have mm-hmm. is still there mm-hmm. you know we still intrinsically we still love you for who you are so um everything else is just extra and i mean you guys you know my family as i call you definitely definitely pr- provided that same sort of support abroad. i love so that yeah find a good tribe honestly mm-hmm. if you have friends who make snide remarks about weight and body shame people oh my god call them out call them out yeah they can't live yeah, their yeah, lives yeah. like that and you can't let them be so ignorant because they know what they're doing you know yeah and it's I, not helping yeah and then let's talk about the word fat for a few seconds like i personally don't even know why the word fat became a bad word but there are people out there working overtime yani in the devil's hours to fat shame and demonize people from their stature and they're built like a door yeah, like a door yeah, i but I mean, Billy, that brings in the whole conversation about why is that a thing. And I feel like if you look at um, 
culture and what we deem as beautiful. Yeah. Right now, it's the slim thick, it's the calves. If you're looking like a piece of door, what are you doing? And because but, of like, that, listen, you see this whole trend of like Chinese people walking down the street in really fashionable clothing. I've heard mm-hmm. some people say that they think like anything that is put on a skinny body is just automatically considered fashion. But that's a conversation for another time. I think we can go yeah. into that right now. I mean, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a bigger conversation. You yeah. know, we'd have to break down how culture because a lot of it is just culture dictating what is right and wrong culture right? so yeah 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 again honestly that's my takeaway from this and uh, this is gonna be a longer conversation but as long as you feel and are healthy it doesn't really matter how you look bodies are different you can't all look the same like healthy meaning you feel okay you don't have any illness your your doctors say you're fine and even if you're not and you're working towards better health man block off the haters nobody's journey is ever the same i mean if you need support you can talk to your friends you can talk to anyone you can talk to me like we can work it out and for those who are being shamed for not having enough curves or having too many there's always gonna be somebody out there who will talk shit let us be more confident in ourselves right and, and I, you know, just to add, yeah, someone will always have something to say. Mm-hmm. Always. For every single thing that, they, that you do, someone will always have something to say. So it's for you to decide, will you live your life according to someone else yeah. who does not have your makeup? One. And two, um, there's a quote that goes, if you see someone and, and there's something that you notice and they can't change it in 30 seconds, don't talk to them about it. Right. And this this also fits under that like if i see you and i'm like wow she's really dropped five pounds she's gained 15 pounds or you know something's changed but you can't change it within 30 seconds what's the point of i agree with that i usually usually tell people i'm like okay listen if you're gonna comment about my weight if you're gonna comment about like how i look have you looked at yourself do we want to have a showdown because what what is it like unsolicited for what for what yeah. you know it doesn't help and you know more often than not they know themselves so yeah. there's no need for you to you know and as, that again more. we need to realize like whoever is commenting on your appearance is brain dead <laughs> honestly because for what and you should treat them as such in your 20s it is your time to live it is your time to be the best version of yourself and you should treat yourself like the prince or princess or king and queen or whatever you want to be lord master you it's it's the time for you to treat yourself as so be wise take care of your body have fun don't forget to have fun and once yeah. again thank you so much for listening to billy's broadcast a podcast about life surviving your 20s and whatnot listen guys the podcast now has a twitter account it's billy's broad pod at billy's broad pod go follow me so we can engage i would love to have discussions with all of you and have y'all come on here and talk yo shit Esther, thank you so much for joining this episode, Girl, man. All the way I'm from so Jamaica, y'all. She's in Kingston, Jamaica. We have internationals in this building. Period. I mean, it's an international podcast. <laughs> like the Queen. Hello. Thank you so Can't much for it. listening to this. I love you all. 